Welcome to the Entre Pastors Podcast. This show helps pastors think, act, and thrive as prosperous entrepreneurs. And now, here are your hosts, Les Hughes and John Sanders. Well, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Entre Pastors Podcast. My name is John Sanders. One of the co-hosts of the show here with my other co-host, and together you've got one complete host, my friend Les Hughes. Les, what's going on, man? And a very well-grounded, well-versed, very round, you know, host it, it is. The golden voice, John Sanders. Well, it takes two of us to Good make to one you. host, man. That's kind of how this thing works, so. Well, it's nice to see you. Always good to hang out a little while. How's your summer going, man? Like, it's coming to an end way too fast. And Listen, we've had the best time, had a lot of, we've had, you know, Paige and I, my wife Paige, for everybody that doesn't know her, we have 11 grandkids, John. Nice. That's awesome. And we had all of them at the house this week for the first time. And man, it was, it was beautiful down here and they all got thrown in the pool and we ate a lot, ate a lot of ice cream, probably too much ice cream, which, uh, which really was a catalyst for something else I've done, John. You don't even know this yet. There's something going on in my life you do not know. Uh-oh. Can you tell me on the podcast, or do we need I'll to be stop to recording? You, of course. All right, I'm listening. Hey, we're all family, right? Nobody's listening, are they? No, probably not. Probably my <clears throat> yeah, mom. we're all family Hi, here. Mom. So here's the thing. Here's what I did today, man. I enrolled and took my first Brazilian jiu-jitsu lesson today, John. Nice. You sore? Bro. Talk to me in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> so did you get to the part where you're grappling with people yeah. yet, or was it all just form and stuff oh, yeah. like that? No, no. They they threw us right in there, man. So yeah, learned learned a few holds, learned the arm bar and the triangle and uh don't mess with me, man. man I'll just choke you out. I'm gonna right have here. to like think through our arguments now. I'm gonna have to <laughs> come at it a little different. You choke me well, out. I want to tell you, hey, hey, guess what? There are there are some young people in there. I bet. But there are some older people in there too. So did, so, did you we'll tap see. out? Did anybody like choke you out? Or is that did not I tap yet? out? Yeah. Was I breathing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. But it was a, it was kind of a, a mutual thing. So I also, uh, tapped the dude out a few did times, you? but it was like, they were letting you. How close? So, oh, really? How close do you think he was yeah. to passing out? Like how close were you to passing out? One time. I'll just be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I got kind of lightheaded one time. I'll just be honest with you. That's fun, you know, man. They, they cut. Yeah, man. They start messing around that neck. Yeah. Well, shoot. Me telling you about the pickleball I want to get into doesn't even sound near as exciting as you're down there choking people out, and I want to play pickleball yeah, with old dudes. Like a lot. The pick, I've heard pickleball is fun. I've never it is. Played, I played it I a few times. Fun. I'm a racquetball player. Seriously, like I'm a big like. I I'm, like racquetball. I'm in a league, and I'm yeah, pretty like good that. at it, and I'm not like really good, just pretty good. But mm, I play tomorrow tell. morning, as a matter of fact. But uh, all right. Well, last man, my summer's flying by, and we won't uh, waste a bunch yeah. of time talking about our summers. But like once August hit, dude, I I was fishing in the northern boundary waters between Minnesota and Canada last week. This week, I just got back from being out in Colorado with some awesome small church leaders. We got invited out from uh, with Compassion International to really talk about missions, but it was a much broader conversation than that. It was about the future of the church and what it's looking like and man just i felt like it was a historic thing that i got to be a part of uh so i don't know there's a lot more i want to say about that but maybe maybe another time but anyway like it's dude the couple the side hustle i've got going the little handyman thing that we talked about last week in the backstage portion like it's just all blowing up so anyway that's awesome man 
Well, we definitely want to practice what we preach, don't we? Absolutely. Well, hey, this episode, we are in episode number 51. Let's get down to work here. We, uh, we're going to talk about, we, about, what, about almost a month ago now, we rolled out our pastor's roadmap to financial freedom, and we've been spending a few weeks just kind of talking about the why behind each of the modules. We've got four modules inside of that course. It's mindset, assessment, pathways, and this week we're going to cover the fourth one, strategy. And we really just want to answer the question, why is strategy so important? Why did we dedicate an entire module in this pastor's roadmap to financial freedom to strategy? So I'll let you answer first, Les, and and take your first shot at it. But before we do, let me just kind of give an overview. So a pastor's roadmap to financial freedom, the first module is mindset. So we really help pastors overcome some limiting beliefs around money and permission that they may or may not have to do something entrepreneurial in the world. Then we get into some assessment stuff like looking inward, you know, how has God shaped me and wired me to serve him and others? And, you know, from that, then we're going to help them choose a pathway. And so there's a whole module where we outline some different pathways that they can take based upon how they, you know, assess themselves and, you know, what they, how they answered some of those questions that we took them through in the assessment part. We're going to set them down a, a pathway to that that eventual place of having financial freedom by developing, you know, one or multiple streams of revenue. But there's one more really important piece, and it's strategy. Like, we can't just send them half-cocked running down the road. We've got to give them a strategy to follow. And we think it's important, so Les, I'll ask you to, to share the first reason. Like, why is it so important to have a strategy as we approach this roadmap to financial freedom? Well, in your description, you actually kind of gave a clue, and that is that all the best ideas in the world, if they're if they're not done, they just stay ideas, right? So all these wonderful ideas that visionaries have, and many people that we're talking with are leaders, they're starters, they're they got great ideas, they're they're visionaries, they love to say, Hey, there's the hill we want to take. Now, now team, let's all get together and do our thing and let's go take that hill. But they don't have really, <laughs> sometimes they don't have any clue of, of what the individual steps are to get there. And that's why we need a strategy. So those great ideas on their own don't produce great results, not that's just good. the ideas, it's the actions and the habits and the strategy that actually makes those ideas get fleshed out into results. Yeah, that's good. I've heard it said before, Les, that a vision without a plan is nothing more than wishful thinking. A vision without a plan is nothing more than wishful thinking. And it, can I make a confession at this point, Les? Can I confess something? And this might you resonate. Like I said, nobody, no, it's just us, man. All right, no one's listening? Fine, yeah. I'll say something. And no. I, honestly, this probably it will resonate with some other pastors out there. Yeah, I can think back sure. to my years in pastoral ministry where many times I had a vision for some things both within the church world and even in my own life that uh, where there's kind of that intersection of potential to earn some income or do some extra things. And I would talk to my wife often about my big ideas of making that stuff happen. And and yet without strategy, it was nothing more than that. It was just big ideas. And I remember several times over the course of, of those years where she would kind of let me know, hey, I've heard enough of your big ideas. It's time to produce. 
And so in more recent years, as I've truly kind of kicked things into gear on my entree pastor journey, I came to that realization that there's got to be some real action behind this and a strategy, a plan to go, you know, to help me go from where I am now to where I want to be. Otherwise, it is just wishful thinking. And you really can frustrate some of the closest people around you if all you ever do is talk about where you're heading someday, some way, somehow, maybe. Yeah. So that strategy kind of helps turn that vision into results being produced. So I don't know, maybe I'm the only one that's invented that problem, but I have a feeling I'm not. (laughs) No, not at all. And as a matter of fact, in any endeavor, it just almost always goes better. If there's a plan, if it's a hat, if it's a trip, like the analogy or the metaphor that we're using, we just do better with a map. Now that doesn't mean John, that there won't be things come up sometimes that just like a, a, a literal trip, there could be um, car accidents, detours, road construction, but that map at least gives us a baseline, you know, a, a foundation to build upon. If it's a, if it's a building, it's a blueprint. If it's a, if it's an army, there's a battle plan. They, and there's a long, long time spent on battle plan before they ever go to execute. So action is good. We encourage action. You know, we've talked before about how many things that, that we do just to, just to take action and, you know, aim ready or a fire ready aim kind of thing. But it's, but it's even better to, to have a strategy and have a plan as you start. Yep. Hundred percent. The the next yeah. reason that I would give to that is that having a strategy gives us that step by step plan. You know, like that's what a strategy is. It is the the action plan, so to speak, and that's very helpful because otherwise we're just sitting back going, "I see the mountaintop, but I don't know how to get there." So strategy is where we start to really list and create that list of okay, step one, do this, step two, do this. And by the way, not everything is always in sequential order. Sometimes there are, sometimes there's things you must do this before you can do that. And other times it's like, it really doesn't matter which, what you do first, but you still need to do something first because you can't do all of it first. So there's got to be kind of that step-by-step uh, process. And that's where strategy comes to play. It kind of gives us that checklist. Uh, Les, I don't know about you. I'm definitely more of a visionary than a you know, than an integrator, if we're using those terms, but I still do well when I have a checklist, you know, like I, I can dream about the big picture, but once I can start really putting it down into a list of, okay, do this, then this, then this, it's very helpful for me. So that's another reason that I would say it's helpful and and important to have strategy. I can remember when I first started out with my official, at least official entrepreneurial, you know, ventures. I, I've kind of always had that bent. I just didn't know what it was when I was younger. <clears throat> now that I recognize what it is, I can remember going specifically to one coach that I really respect a, a lot. And um, he was even, he, he was talking about people that he would coach, but that really wouldn't do what he suggested. That wasn't my problem. I just needed to know what it was I needed to do. To mm. do it. And I, I, I jumped at that and I said, I, I guarantee you one thing you it, this is what i'm looking for this is what i like to accomplish you i dare you to give me five things to do yeah because <laughs> because i will flat i will flat do them and i and i did and they worked yeah so it, i think it's i think it's real valuable to to recognize where you need that input 
And man, if you, if you're the kind of person that does think in a straight line and you love getting down into the weeds and coming up with that strategy, man, go for it. Yeah. Dude, just do it. But man, if you're not, don't let that stop you. You still need a strategy and we'll share with you some ways to do it. If you're, if you happen not to be that person. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that sets us up well for the last thing that I wanted to share as a part of this episode less. And then, then I'm going to ask you to maybe share a little bit of an overview of what we cover in that module on strategy, just to kind of give people an idea of some of the specifics that we talk about. But, but what I want to say is that having that strategy helps me know where to take my next step of action because again, if all I have is the big picture and I see the mountaintop, but I don't know the steps to take me from here to there, it can feel very overwhelming. And I have a sense, Les, just from some of the conversations we've had with some of the pastors that we've coached and even just in informal conversation, I get the sense that there's pastors who see the mountaintop, they see where they would like to be, but they feel completely overwhelmed of, I don't know how to get there. Well, that's where strategy comes in. And and that's where having this roadmap that we want to put in their hands becomes so helpful because it's like, here it is, here's the strategy. And you're right, Les, what you said earlier is true, that there are going to, ha- we're, we're going to have detours. There's going to be some roadblocks. There's going to be some things that we can't see all of it from here. And so we'll have to adapt and adjust and reroute uh, uh, along the way. But, but still, having said that, now I know where to start putting my energy and my action exactly. in, you know, as, as I start accomplishing this stuff. So I love that. Exactly. Exactly. I can remember uh, in school where we'd go into a health class or biology or something, and there'd be a, 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 a what would you call that? I guess a, a figure or it was, it was, it was like a, it was a tall uh, diagram of a person. And if you pull all of the flaps, it was kind of plastic, plastic sheets that went on top of one another. And the bottom one was the skeleton. Gotcha. And then you'd flip one over and it would be, you know, some blood vessels. And you flip one over and it's the muscular system. And then you flip one over and it's the circulation system and the circulatory system. You flip one over and there's the lungs. And finally, it's the the skin on the outside. Yeah. It was all these layers. But you had to, you could systematically go from from one stage to the next. And, you know, building a business is a lot like that. You just start with that simple framework, kind of the skeleton, and then you gradually, that's what we're doing this in the strategy module is we kind of gradually go through from very, very basic, even, even down as basically John as coming up with a name for your business, Hmm. you know, and then the name of a, of a URL of a website or, and then how to brand. And if you want me to, I can just kind of, walk through. The yeah. Give us an overview. Uh, if you don't lessons. mind share, share kind of yeah. what is in there. If someone were thinking about jumping into our roadmap to financial freedom, what, what kind of things mm-hmm. do we cover in that strategy module? Yeah. Well, we, first of all, start out with what kind of business it is that you're wanting to start, you know, because we've talked about already different paths. And so as you go through that and, and choose the path, or at least the path for now that you're going to be working on, we really start there. And then it really does get down into the, into the details, but the, all these things are, um, you know, they're very important. They got to be done at some point uh, to talk about, you know, who it is that we serve. And even, even down to things like what legal documents do you need to get started? And, and Hey, how are we going to file? Believe it or not, there are more than one way. There's more than one way to file, even with the IRS. And we need to get that right. 
So that's what the first part of that module does. And then the next lesson is how to actually set it up legally in your state. So the details are going to change from state to state, but overall, there are some general rules of thumb. And most of the time we set up these businesses to start off with as uh, LLCs. Mm -hmm. So uh, we talk about what that is and, and how to set that up in your state. And then we jump to even uh, how to set up early on, how to do a really good job setting up your business finances. Some people, when they start out, they just need income. They just need, you know, fuel for the engine and that's good, but there's a way to set it up to set up your business finances, insurance, taxes, bank accounts. If you do it while you're small, it just makes it so much easier as you begin to grow. And then you hand all that off to someone who's actually going to do the work of of preparing it and filing it with the uh, IRS and things like that. It just makes it a lot quicker, a lot simpler, and it'll save you some headaches later on. Yeah, And then we talk about how to really, once you set everything up, basically the skeleton, then we talk about some steps to take to really help that business grow and scale. And then from that, uh, as a part of that, um, how to build a team. So, you know, one of, I think one of the strengths of Entree Pastors is, man, the team that we have, they are 100%. <laughs> Oh my goodness, man, that we, we have an incredible group of people and they're very good at yep. what they do, very skilled at what they do. So, um, we talk about how to go about that, um, where to find really good people. And, and, and for the people that are listening to say that, that are thinking, man, I'm just now getting started. I don't, I can't have a staff. I don't, we're not talking about bringing on a full-time group of W2 staff that, have benefits out there in our world. There are a lot of creative ways to, uh, to build a very, very good solid team. Yeah. And then, uh, finally John kind of is, a this is part of it, but it's almost a bonus. And that is we actually, um, go through how to come up with a no brainer offer, you know, one of those for whatever kind of product or service it is an offer that is so good and so appealing that it, a person would feel stupid to turn it down. Yeah. And so that's, that's the last part. And it's, it's such helpful stuff. And and again, it's those types of things that often either hold people back from even getting started because it just feels so overwhelming, like we said earlier, or something else that came to mind, less as you were unpacking that a lot of small businesses and small business owners get themselves in some serious trouble by not doing some of those things you talked about, by not giving attention to some of those things. They just run right down the road, starting to serve people in their various business. But because they did not have a strategy and really set themselves up well, they make a mess of things, a big mess of things, and it can really create problems further down the road for them. So uh, this that's some really practical stuff that we cover there. So Les, before we sign off, well, first of all, a couple things I want to cover before we wrap this up. Um, in the backstage episode or, or the backstage portion of this episode, you mentioned uh, our our team at Entree Pastors, and I think what I'd like to do to go a little deeper into this conversation on strategy is just peel back the curtain a little bit and share with people how you and I are handling the strategy of Entree Pastors. Like we want to lead very transparently in our business, and and so we're not really trying to hide things. We're trying to share the good, the bad, the ugly with people and. Uh, and I think there's some things we can share about how we handle our ongoing strategy that will be of benefit to our listeners. So we'll we'll go backstage in a minute for that conversation. By the way, real quick, if you are listening to this and you're like, John, how do I get access 
to your backstage uh, content. It's very simple. If you just go to entrepastors.com slash backstage, uh, you can sign up. It's $10 a month, and you basically get your own private podcast feed. So every time we release an episode, you get the full episode with the backstage portion, not just the free one that's you know, front facing for everybody out there. So anyway, uh, we'll, we'll go backstage and talk about that less, but also real quick, we've got a webinar coming up that I wanted to make sure that we promote before we sign off, because at the release of this episode, it'll be just a few days away. So tell us a little bit about this, uh, this webinar that we've got coming up next week, Les. Well, it's going to be different uh, in some ways for you and me because we're going to get very, um, very uh, specific, and and promise that we're going to share some ways that a, a pastor, an entree pastor, and we're going to remind everybody it's a good place to do it. That when we speak about entree pastors, we realize that there are people out there that this is relevant for that you're not necessarily a pastor. You mm-hmm. could be. A, uh, a a Christian leader, or you have a, a, a ministry background. We have uh, several people on the mission field, or church planners, or have been. We have lay people in our community, but they they're kingdom minded. You know, mm-hmm. they're king. They they've got a different purpose, a, a bigger purpose behind business than just the uh, the tangible things. So we realize all that. We just every once in a while we we mention it. So, but if you're, you know, you have a heart for this, and you're thinking. Yeah, man, but I don't need a big team and I don't need the six figures or at least not at, not at the start. So what are we talking about here? Well, we're going to be showing some very practical, doable ways for an entree pastor to make between $500 to $1,000 a month with whatever business venture it is that you want to start. and. I would just say, John, that it's very, very doable, first of all, mm-hmm. by following some some simple, not easy steps, but simple steps. Do it systematically. And for most people, for most people that we speak to, man, $500 to $1,000 a month, so that'd be like ten to 12000 per year, is an absolute game changer, would relieve so much stress off of themselves, um, probably off of their family or their, or their circumstances and would, would ultimately lead to even making better decisions because you're not making them under duress, under financial stress and duress. What I, what I like about this less, I'm just going to say something since no one's listening and it's just you and me. The thing I like about helping a pastor start to earn an extra 500 to a thousand dollars a month is once they figure that out, it's not a very big step to go, okay, what if we, what if we 10 X that, you know, what if we doubled, tripled 10 X that? And once you get that machine moving, we start to realize this isn't as hard as I thought it was at one point. And so I, I agree a hundred percent. That is a game changer for many pastors, but it kind of makes me sad to hear that, 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 that small of a number would be that big of a deal to the average pastor. It, it speaks to the yeah. issue of why entree pastors is so necessary because I'm sick and tired of pastors living in a place where just $500 a month is a game changer for them. Mm-hmm. I, I look forward to the day where they're like, yawn, $500 a month, no big deal. <laughs> you know. But anyway, I don't want to, I'm not speaking down to anyone that's listening to this. I'm just excited to make it very practical and show you that it is possible, it's doable, and uh, we can show you how. So uh, 
how to generate $500 to $1,000 each month is our webinar. It's coming up August 17th at 2 p.m. So this is August 17th of 2022 at 2 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time. Les, if they want to sign up for this free webinar, where do they go to get signed up for it? Well, if you're already in our uh, free Facebook group, the Entree Pastors Connect group, or if you want to jump in there, if you're a Facebook person and you want to go and look, there's a great community there. Many, many like-minded people in there, lots of really good information, and we'll post the link in there, and we'll also post the link in these in the show notes to this podcast, but if you don't have access to that or you just want to jot it down to remember, it's, it's very simple. It's entrepastors.com forward slash income because that's the result, right, is the, uh, is the extra stream of income each month. And then um, you go to there, you sign up, you'll get an email with all of, with the links, all the information on it, the times and all that is a reminder. And then you'll get reminders before then as well. But uh, as John said, Wednesday, August 17th, 2 p.m. Central Time. And uh, it's entrepastors.com forward slash income. Fantastic. Well, I hope to see a bunch of you guys there. And and by the way, maybe you don't need it. Maybe you're like, I'm, I'm good on that, John. But uh, I promise you know some pastors that would benefit greatly from being a part of that. So share it with them, man. Help, uh, help get the word out on this. And we'd love to see a whole bunch of pastors on that webinar with us. Uh, next week. So, and speaking of sharing things, as long as we're sharing stuff, can we just say and encourage our audience, if you find this content helpful, man, we'd be so grateful if you would just share this with your network of pastors, of friends in ministry, or those that kind of have a heart for the kingdom and could do a little bit better financially, share this podcast with them, share it on your social media, share it in a text message. I don't care how you share it with them, but get it in front of them. We'd be grateful for that if you would do that and uh, help get the word out about what we're trying to do and the, the message we're spreading here at Entree Pastors. So, Les, good hanging out with you this week, man. I'm getting ready to jump backstage and join you there. You got anything else before we sign off? No, let's go backstage, man. I need that massage chair. My <laughs> muscles are getting kind of sore. I'm getting yeah, stove up. As got I stay choked down out here. today. So, yeah. All right, buddy. We'll <laughs> see you backstage in just a minute. God bless everyone. Yeah.